Está a gravar? 1, 2, 1, 2. Alright. 3, 2, 1, recording. Welcome to the Searching for Meaning podcast. My name is Gonzalo and I'm joined by my brother, Tiago. Welcome. Greetings. And I want to, before we start, or actually as a segue to starting, I want you to just imagine this situation or just recall in a way. Like it can be a small one as maybe you missed the bus, now you're slightly pissed, maybe a bit higher you got fired and now you seem to not know what to do, maybe somebody broke up with you, essentially something bad or that made you feel bad happened. And what we want to talk about today is how, you know, those things will always have an impact in how you act and what happens to you, but ultimately those are not what's going to decide your future you know to a certain extent you know you're always limited by your circumstances but never as much as i believe people think especially when it comes to things that have been proven that you know those who have the skills and have the right mindset always get there and those who don't never get there and you know i I think there's countless examples of this from people who started poor and started with without anything and then ascended to the top um and if you look at it, it wasn't luck. It was just the right moves with what they had. And usually it's very, you know, focused on the long term. It's always looking at... Because that's the thing as well, which is if you make, you know, even if you start at a very low point, but you have the good long-term decisions, it's only a matter of time until you get better. You know, if you're working at McDonald's right now, but you start taking the right decisions to build more wealth, eventually you will outgrow that job and become more wealthy. The thing is that those things are never going to happen from one day to the other. You know, if you start today doing the, you know, implementing the advice that would make you a millionaire, you're not going to be any different tomorrow if you're working at McDonald's today. But the more you apply that over time, the more you're going to get there. And before I pass it over to you, I feel like the best example I have of this is, you know, um, I don't remember who said this, but it was imagining you were an on a tractor on like in, in a farm going through the mud. And if every day you take the same course, the um, the tires are gonna mark a certain path. And the more you mark that path, the, the easier it is to just follow that path, you know? To a point where you could probably even let go of the wheel and it would just follow that path. Now, the thing is that if you were to tilt the wheel just, you know, five centimeters to the left or to the right, you know, initially it wouldn't be that far away from the original path but the more it keeps you know the more distance you travel the more different the outcome is going to be even if it's just a small tilt and i guess that's what i'm getting at which is if you're if you've been doing the wrong decisions you're always you know it's always possible to change and with enough time you'll be in a completely different you know end end than you would be if you didn't yeah, absolutely. I think it's a, a concept we, we preach all the time, but it really is kind of the, the baseline of how you make change in your life. It's really those small decisions over a long period of time. And eventually, like you said, that tractor moves in the right direction. You create new tracks and that be, starts that becomes your life. You know, we all people like if you recall to your own life, think about some habits you've had for like five, ten years. It's like it's things at the beginning they were probably hard i remember when i started taking cold showers it was very difficult you know it was like 
oh, I have to do this. It's a conscious process. Like I have to mentalize myself. Okay, I have to get in. Yeah. I, I have to start with my feet, then go. It was a very mechanical, hard pro uh, process. Whereas now it's just like it's like brushing my teeth. I get in and I do it. So this is an example. Everyone has this example. Maybe you started going to the gym. At first it was really hard just to get inside the gym. Now it's it's habits. Maybe you like this is something I think everyone will relate to. Your first day at your job, you know, probably the first day you were super nervous. It was very hard for you to open to the door. Everything was very hard. Everything was new. Maybe if you're like even if you're working at McDonald's, you have to be like you have to attend people and and cook stuff and you know but then you get, you get humans get used to everything so after a month you're basically used to anything in your life and in going that's why it's so easy for us to get caught up in our circumstances and to believe that they are really what dictates our life because it's we get used to it so easily but if you actually think about it you know this is on, this is only reality if you accept it to be because we have first of all we have countless examples of people that managed to branch out from where they were even in the worst scenarios possible you know you have people like Viktor Frankl we were, we were in like in a concentration camp and even inside that managed to to live a, a I don't, I don't want to say good life because of the tragedy it is but managed to still keep some mental sanity and help other people in the, even in the worst situations yeah. that's just an example of like if people can do that at the worst circumstances possible you can for sure do them at average circumstances, which is most of us. Most of us, most of us don't have what we don't have what we want, but also aren't living in absolute poverty and with nowhere to go. You still have probably uh, some healthy relationships with your family. You have friends. You probably have food on your table, and you have a house. You know that's that's like the a perfect baseline to go from because there's nothing physical holding you back. It's all mental, I think. Yeah, totally. And, you know, I, I can imagine that if you're listening and you're not in the best conditions, it can be, f it can feel like, you know, like us talking about this, you, it's like we have no idea what you're going through. And to a certain extent, we don't. And, you know, sometimes you do get unlucky and life happens and shit happens. But but it, it does happen to everyone. And I feel like nowadays, our generation, younger generation as well is, it's like people are not doing enough to actually solve what they have to solve and they're just complaining that someone else should solve it for them. And I'm not saying everyone, of course, that's maybe the the small vocal minority, but from what I see, a lot of young people, they're becoming less responsible for themselves. It's like if you look at our grandparents, like since they were what, 16, 17, they had to be responsible for themselves Otherwise, you're not going to eat, you're going to starve, you're not going to have anywhere to live because there's no one else, you know, you know, there's not your parents there, there's no one there like, oh, it's okay if you feel there's some money here and da, da, da. There's, there was nothing like that. And due to that, people had to grow more, not only faster, but, you know, better, better quote unquote, they had to become more responsible. And nowadays, it's kind of the, the opposite, whereas people have so much more and I feel like so many people just keep complaining that it's so hard and, oh my gosh, how are we going to do this? And when if you look back, people with much harder circumstances were able to do it and, you know, at a much younger age as well. You know, people now are taking like till they're 27, 28, 29, 30 to get out of the home. That's like the, double the age that when people were getting out before almost. And to me, it shows as well that you just have to look back and there's and you're going to see examples of why your issues 
not saying they're not relevant, but they're solvable. They're always, unless you die, the issues are pretty much always solvable. Not saying it's easy to solve them, you know, depending on what you're struggling through, but if it is stuff like you got fired, somebody broke up with you, you want more money, like those are things that countless people and countless of them in worse situations than you have suffered through and, you know, managed to come out on top. And so I feel like it's very, I don't even know what the word is, but it just seems very strange to me how people are, you know, number one, assuming that it's not up to them and also that it's not possible at all. I think it's a, a consequence of the times we live in because like when you, you gave the example of our grandparents at our age, you were already married, have kids and have a house. And this was out of necessity, you know, because they needed to, their parents physically couldn't support them like for any longer. You know, they had to go out and get jobs and, and leave the house. Nowadays, you don't see that people's life standards are better and so you are allowed to stay in the house comfortable for more time and this reflects itself on every area of our lives you know we are social anxiety wasn't a problem you know people didn't weren't afraid of talking to new people this isn't this didn't happen because people practiced it every single day you know kids yeah. w would have to go to the groceries and buy stuff you know that's rare to see today kids don't do that and so what happens is that when they become adults they pass out on a lot of opportunities because they just aren't used to it. I'll give the example of my friends. The other day we wanted to, to go out to a, to a restaurant and this one of my friends gave the idea and I was like, okay, yeah, so call the place and book it. And he was like, the reply he gave me was like, I, I was so confused. He was like, ah oh, man, can you do it? Because I, I kind of like, I don't like talking to strangers on the phone. And I was like, I was like, Man, are you <laughs> are you actually kidding me? You want you are the one who wants to go to the to this restaurant and you're asking me <laughs> to call the and I was like Ugh. and I even tried to convince him like no bro you do it like it's an easy thing you know that you need this for your life and like no no I really don't want it he's like he was really afraid of doing it so I was like okay whatever I'll do it but can you like this is so strange imagine uh, like imagine in our grandparents time if someone said this you know it would just be met with amazing laughter because it's just such a ridiculous you know and this guy's are it's like 19 20 so you're an adult now yeah. It's not like you're 12. Yeah, exactly. it's, not, it's not like you're 12 and your parents can can do it for you, you know? And I imagine, I take this example of my friend and I imagine like expanding to other areas of his life. He probably can't call the doctors to book an appointment, a dentist, like these basic things. You may not think that much about it, even if you're, especially for him in this situation. But these things are what kind of make you an adult, you know? It's being able to, yeah. you know, you want to do something and you do it. That's kind of the distinction between a child and an adult. And if you don't have that, you know, you're going to pass up on a lot of opportunities. If you, because you, fundamentally, every action he does that supports this belief system just makes him more vulnerable and more reliant on his circumstances. Because if he can't even book a restaurant, how the fuck is he going to get a job or, or, yeah. or do something else, you know? That, because I can do that for him. I can't find him a job. And, and so these kind of things are, I think... And this is common. This is more common than we know. Because... I, there's people are just aren't used to it you know he never booked the restaurant in his life he's afraid of it it's a new uncomfortable situation it reminds me of the first time i wanted to go to a gym it was also uncomfortable i really didn't want to do it but there was this drive behind it and and so this is like these are such basic things that i think we take for granted because i think we've overcome them but if you're listening and this is you first of all i mean don't be ashamed because i think it's more normal than you think totally. and then it's just know that it's something that can very easily be solved, you know? 
it's just call them call some if you like if this is your problem you're talking to strangers just like try to branch out like say say hi to a stranger on the streets or just like ask for the time things that don't you don't even uh, warrant like a strange look you know asking for a time you know you're not gonna get any strange looks so it's it's such simple steps but doing it makes a difference yeah and uh that's a very good or very interesting example because it's something so far out of i feel like both of our reality and maybe most people are listening i don't know but yeah because like calling somewhere to book i wouldn't even think twice i would just be like oh yeah sure um you know hey what's up can i do you have a table for tomorrow at nine but yeah i guess it really depends because i guess for both of us both of us there have been much more uncomfortable or anxious social situations you could call it and that then lead to you not being uncomfortable in those you know it's like going to the gym if you can deadlift 200 pounds you're not gonna be uncomfortable deadlifting 50 but and you can kind of apply the same to social situations like for him maybe that's his max quote-unquote deadlift and it's like a barrier he needs to overcome now the problem is that before you had to by necessity overcame overcome those things much earlier like if you were seven eight you know 12 years old and your mom would tell you oh go to the grocery buy something and you're like oh i'm a bit anxious or i'm a bit nervous like she just like slap you and then you have to go anyway whatever and i'm not not saying that that's the best approach but at the very least you'd be much more grown quote-unquote because you'd have to deal with that uncomfortable thing and then you're like oh, okay i can do this and then you do more times and you're not as uncomfortable and then you can do more of those things but yeah someone someone in that situation where you get anxious calling a restaurant to book which they're more than happy to book you in that's what all <laughs> what they want now imagine if you, you then need to go to a, a job interview or you need to do a sales call or you know stuff like that that is important to your life to make money to progress and then you're not, you're not going to be able to do it not because you can't maybe say the right things or have the knowledge but just because you can't even take the first step and in a lot of ways that's i feel like one of the scarier sides of technology nowadays where you see so many things you know if you want to ask food uh, order food to your home you just go to uber eats you don't need to talk to anyone if you want to you know even go to the movies you can buy the tickets online you can go to amazon you don't need to go to the um, to the store or even grocery shopping you can order in america through amazon and so we're getting to points where especially socially i feel like people are getting very inadequate which then going back to the the point we're talking about of it's never your circumstances but even though it's never your circumstances to overcome them you need to be willing to be uncomfortable like in your friend's case he needs to be willing to probably like call <laughs> you know go ask for the time or just you know chit chat with the person at the when he's paying for his groceries or someone at the bus that even though seems very insignificant for him is not because that's in a way steering of the wheel if he does that because if he keeps going on the same path he's gonna always have that same anxiety if you do a small tilt and you keep progressing in that every day then like five years from now you'd be in a, in a completely different position and be a completely different person but if you don't you're gonna you know keep in the same track yeah that's it that's the, the example was talking about comfort and why we need uh, uh, uncomfortable 
things in our life right now. It's because of this, because people really don't have become bad at dealing with uncomfortable situations. And, and that's really an issue. That's the main issue when you... I think that's the main issue for people getting stuck in their circumstances. It's always going to be, you have to do uncomfortable things because, like you said, for you to change a bit in your life, you have to do a bit of uncomfortable things. You know, it's it's a it's like every action has an equal and opposite reaction. You need, yeah. you know, it, it doesn't just magically pop up out of thin hair. You need to do something for it. And people get, if you're, like, if you're in this situation, you may be afraid because something like can sound daunting and very difficult, but something really just means anything at all. Anything that's better than where you are right now is going to see that wheel a little bit. And that's all we need, you know? Because after a week, imagine my friend just calls, no, this is a bit too far ahead, but imagine he just, <laughs> imagine he just asks for a time one time a day to a stranger, you know? At the end of the week, I mean, I bet he would be able to call the restaurant. You know, at the end of the week, with all the motivation, he and because people, I, I remember, like remember, remember sometime in your life when you were afraid of doing something and you did it. It's an amazing feeling, you know. You, 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 you feel like you're on, on like you, nothing can stop you after you do it. And so I think also these small moments can boost you to that big moment. Imagine his limit is calling the the restaurant. I think he can kind of prop himself up with these small things and then with that added motivation from that he can actually go and call the restaurant that's how you kind of make these improvements in your life you know you take them because this is some concept mark manson talks about motivation you shouldn't be waiting for motivation to act you should act to create motivation it's the other way around because motivation like you don't know when you're gonna have it it's very random it's not even something you can rely on and and so but what you can rely on and this is something you can always do because Imagine for you, if you have social anxiety, it's very difficult to go, go up to, let's say, a girl you like and talk to her. But maybe you can go up to a random stranger and, and ask for a time. And this, this is also a difficult thing, but not as difficult. And these small difficult things that you do will actually propel you to do... It's like the example you gave with the deadlift is very good. The way you get better at, or, or stronger at, at lifting weights, squatting, bed, deadlifting, benching, whatever, is it's not like you're going there always trying to do your max. You go there, you do a little bit shorter than your max, and you, and you, and you just do it constantly, consistently. And then your max actually improves. Life is kind of like that also. You know, you don't yeah. want to go farther, always try to max out on, on, your, on your fears, but you just want to do a little bit less, something you know you can do, but that's also a bit that causes you fear, and then that's how you improve. Yeah, yeah totally. And I feel like that's the most... I wouldn't say underrated, but it's. Uh, I we even posted today where uh, a quote by Leo Tolstoy, which is, "The two greatest warriors are time and patience," or some version of that. And even though I totally agree with that, and I would add as well, like continuously improving. The thing about those is that it does require some time to go over. Like probably your friend, if you were to start improving like a lot of people would want was would be to actually one week from now to be the most social guy ever and be like i'm comfortable in every social situation and i'm the center of the room and all that but if you can't even you know call a restaurant you can't expect that huge boost from one week to the next but regardless of that if you can call that at the end of the week that's a major fucking win and even if you don't at least you're on the path to do that and then much better things as well and it's curious you mentioned that because I was watching a YouTube video today, which was 
I, I believe the name was I got a speech therapist to um, to deal with my monotone voice or something. And I love the comments where so many people were like, oh my gosh, I never realized I actually need like human training and stuff like that. Because, the you know, the more we evolve as a society, especially technologically, I feel like the, more, the easier it is to not interact with anyone. And even though it's something we so desperately crave as humans, we also crave, you know, running away from discomfort and towards comfort. And so a lot of times, you know, we're on Instagram, we're on, you know, all these platforms where we feel like we're connected with others because we're comfortable and it's easier when we're actually not, you're not training your social skills. And I'm very curious to see, you know, when things start opening again from Corona more and more, um, you know, wondering how people, you know, if people are actually going to go out more again or if they're just going to get used to this as well and to all discomfort and which then discomfort leads to you being, putting yourself in the situation, the circumstance like we were talking in the beginning where you're kind of fucking yourself over because then in the real world, the, the for example, the world of making money, a lot of times you need to be able to talk with other people. Not always, but you know, if you're just starting out, most likely, if, if it's, especially if it's a job like a call center or um, you know some retail job, McDonald's, stuff like that, it always involves talking with other people, whether that's the customer, whether that's other employees, whether that's your boss. And yeah, it's a skill that I feel like it's being lost more and more. And then parallel to that, which is horrible, is people are also delaying more the the adoption of responsibility in their lives, like total responsibility. Like, and it's for example, I I know our grandma. She says like ever since she was sixteen, she hasn't lived or depended on her parents for anything. And like, can anyone? Not saying that's good. I don't think that's good. But it's also I think it's even worse if you're thirty and you're still depending on someone else to take care of you. And I feel like, I guess my conclusion is there's a balance missing here where, yeah, it's totally fine to have those developing years where you're not fucking stressed about everything. But then at some point, you also need to, you know, kind of get kicked out of the nest and learn to fly on the way down in a way. Yeah, that's a very underrated thing. I, th I think parents also, it's strange because a generation that is, I also I'll always find it funny how these things happen because... The generation that came before us didn't have this issue, but it kind of passed it passed it down to us some way. So, so I don't know how that happens because, for example, our parents were raised in a very different way than we were, yeah. and and so I don't know why then our education. I don't know why. I don't. It's a kind of a funny situation. I don't know why it changes throughout the times. If I think it should uh, logically, it kind of like should remain the same. No, but humans kind of find a way to do. I mean, it's amazing that humans find a way to develop and evolve beyond, beyond, beyond. Because there were also some major issues with, like those situations where people were like adults at 15. You know, that's also not that's also not good for, <laughs> for children. You know, but I think uh, humans are always like you. You you come from one end and you go to the other end. You never you, and then you eventually get to the middle. But now we kind of, I think we went to the other end. And so people were getting out of the house too early. People were turning into adults too early. Now it's too late. And then I think, I hope our generation will work, recognize this and kind of balance it out to the, to the right scenario. But, you know, if, what can you do if this is your situation, you know? Because you, ultimately blaming your parents now is kind of futile yeah. because you're an adult now. So whatever, they did the best they could probably. 
And so now that you've, you're in this situation where you have these social anxieties, these fears that may seem ridiculous to you, I think it's very important, first of all, to recognize that don't call them ridiculous because shame is kind of a, it's a double-edged sword, you know. You may think it motivates you to do something, but it kind of just embarrasses you and leaves you, you don't even want to deal with the issue because you kind of refuse to accept that it's an issue because that's what that's what shame does you don't really you don't even want to talk talk about and think about these things and so first of all recognize that it's a common issue i mean most likely your issue someone else is going through it right now you know if like my friends there's a lot of people like him and and you know don't be i mean you, you can be embarrassed because it's kind of like something strange to happen but use that embarrassment for something don't turn it into shame kind of like joke about it and like don't take it too too seriously fix it and how you fix it is like what we've been talking about in this podcast but i think it's it starts also with, with you recognizing i think it's a very important step i, I read an article or, or by mark manson on this it's really people really overestimate how special they are and how special their problems are yeah. your problem most it's not i don't even want to say most likely it's not special someone else is going through it right now Someone, there's at least one human being going through the same thing right now. And there's, and if you know that, you also know that there's some human being in history that has faced that problem and overcame it. And so once you are equipped with that knowledge, you have no more excuses because you know it can be done. You know it's not, you don't even need to feel bad about it or not feel bad, but you don't need to feel shame about it because there's other people going through it. And now you know that it's possible to overcome. That's all you need to know really. And then go and do the, the right steps. It's... It's going to be difficult, but it's yeah. simple, with mo like most things in life. Yeah. And I think we can end on that. I don't think, you know, I can have anything else on top of that. So, you know, if you listen to that and you're feeling like as well, like you're, no, no, my problem is special and it's so, uh, all this, just search online whatever problem you have and you'll find that it is not. And yeah, with that in mind, we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.